0: All right, man. Welcome to the 290 More podcast. I appreciate your time. If you could introduce yourself to my viewers and listeners,
1: yo, hey everyone. Uh, my name is Kwame King, um, U.S. Army veteran, content creator, entrepreneur. Happy to be here.
0: Okay, I definitely appreciate the time. I, I understand how valuable time is. So, if you don't mind, we're gonna take it from the top for a little bit. Okay. Uh, if you could just uh, explain to me where you grew up from and, and how your childhood was.
1: Yeah, um I grew up uh kind of like on the west side of Chicago. Mm-hmm. So, my childhood was great. You know, I have siblings, brothers, um and cousins, so we were always outside, you know. Um parents moved us out to the suburbs like when I was around 11, 12, you know, get away from the city, so right. I spent most of, you know, my young adulthood in the in the suburbs. You know, graduated high school and then uh, went to the Army, served four years there, and then went off to college. Uh, graduated with my uh, bachelor's in psychology and uh, started writing comics.
0: Okay, okay. So so we're going to back it up a little bit, a little bit. So um, you said you went from Chicago to the suburbs. If you could just talk about that experience a little bit, because... Um, that's something we see a lot, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. just being in the inner city, uh, our parents do what they can to put us in better, to give right. us better opportunities and put us in better situations. Do you think that had a, a, a effect on the outcome on, on what you became today? Or do you feel like you would have been the same person regardless of where you grew up?
1: Um, you know, I, I've always had a, a pretty good, like, conscious and good hit on my shoulders. So I don't think my environment was, like, uh, super... Uh, impactful but mm-hmm. I do know that making that move I was afforded more opportunities living in the suburbs so that definitely helped um, I don't think I would have uh, joined the military if I was still in the city um, and then after the military I was able to go to college with the you know full full ride so I think you know some things did help and then others it's like you know my personality is my personality.
0: Okay. Okay. I appreciate that. So when, when you joining in the military, um, especially in the black community, we always hear people say, you know what I'm saying? That ain't that war ain't got nothing to do with us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or, or you go just to get you a car, go get you a crib or something. What was the driving force that, that had you facing, uh, had you signing up to uh, be in the U S army?
1: Yeah. So I think the biggest thing for me was just to do something different, right? So, you know, I got I got good grades in high school. So like, you know, finding scholarships and, you know, getting into college wasn't a big deal for me. It was just like, I wanted to, you know, break the mold of what I saw. And, you know, I saw people going from high school and going straight to college. And, you know, I just wanted to do something different. So I just, one day, just like, hey, let's check it out. Walked to the recruiter's office uh, with my pastor um and we looked at a bunch of different jobs took the uh practice tests and you know I got the job that I wanted based off of that so I was like let's do it um and yeah I did that for four years it was a great experience I got to travel the world um I've been to, like South Korea Kosovo Germany um Serbia Albania I've been all over the place and that's I could have only done that with the Army. So I had a great time.
0: Okay. And did, <clears throat> did you see any live action? And did joining your joining the Army change your outlook on the government anyway? any way? Like, did you feel one type of way about the government? Then when you joined the Army, you changed your outlook? Or how was your experience, you know what I'm saying, once you was actually boots on the ground?
1: Yeah. So I, I never saw live combat. Um, you know, I didn't go to, like, Iraq or Afghanistan or anything like that. um i like the army is just very like bureaucratic and it's it's like it's a shit show really um but it's it's great so it's like it's like uh good and bad um my views on the government you know i was definitely like more patriotic when i first joined just because like you know this was a different experience and i was like you know I did something that less than 1% of the US population does. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's like 0.4%. So it's very unique. Um, But I don't think, like, you know, I don't hate the government or anything like that. I think they could definitely do a better job. But I don't think my time in the Army really changed how I viewed it. I just got a different perspective um, from, you know, serving in the military. Um, you kind of see the, the inner workings of, you know, how things work. Like, you hear about the war, but you don't see, like, what that takes or the toll it takes on people. And, you know, that's that's a big thing for me is, like, um, the mental health for veterans. Um, so that's why I went into psychology to, you know, give back to that community. So definitely how mm-hmm. the the government treats the veterans, that's mm-hmm. kind of like a I guess that's my biggest uh, complaint about the government and just how they treat the veterans that serve their country.
0: Mm-hmm. So, okay. um, K, if you don't mind sharing, could you share your reasons on, on leaving the military and how did leaving the military translate into uh, producing the comic pro- comic book production? Yeah.
1: Um, so I just saw how you know, like, I'm always I, I'm always like the. You know, the type of person to, you know, do what's right. And I saw that that was not the case with everybody. Mm-hmm. So I was, I was the type of soldier that kind of like was by the book and, you know, tried to follow the rules. And when I saw that, you know, higher ups and people that were in charge of me didn't do that, mm-hmm. I just felt like, you know, I can't continue to, you know, serve in this capacity when, the rules and regulations only apply to certain people. Right. So, I, when I saw that, I was like, "Yeah, this isn't this isn't something I can do like long term." Um, so I did the four years, um, and I got out. And I I got out the army I believe like June sixth or June fifth, and I started college uh, the twelfth. So I had like a week break, um, and I always knew I wanted to get my degree. I just wanted to do you know something different before that, mm-hmm. um, and how that translated to comic books. You know, I, I've always had a uh, passion for you know superheroes. You know, growing up, read Marvel comics, read DC comics, watched X Men. Uh, X Men is my favorite uh, Marvel franchise, and I I just noticed like what was really lacking was you know people that look like me and people that look like my family and. You know just really that um, representation and I was like you know what if you know the people that the, the big people the big companies are going to do it or they're they'll do it when it's convenient for them you know I love comics I love superheroes you know I have stories to tell like I can do it All right. So uh, pretty much after I graduated college uh, I started you know writing comics and uh, writing stories
0: Okay, okay, that's that's definitely dope, man. So, so, uh, you said X Men was your favorite. Yeah. Now, I have heard a story about X Men being based on Martin Luther King and Malcolm X. Is there any any facts for that?
1: Yeah. So, there's definitely the the parallels that you can see. Uh, you have a uh, Professor Charles Xavier, kind of more like you know your Martin Luther King Jr., and then you have Magneto, who is kind of more like Malcolm X, and these, both of these leaders are fighting for mutant, mutant rights, but they're going about it in a different way. And, you know, X, I think X-Men was created like right after the civil rights movement. So there's no denying the influence.
0: Yeah, okay. And, and before we get into your comic, I just want to get your your thoughts on this also. I kind of you kind of touched on it a little bit, uh, about like now they're starting to wing in, you know what I'm saying, with the climate that we're in, they're starting to wing in, the black Captain America and all that stuff. Like, oh, he it was, he used to be back in the day, nobody just know about him yeah. type of stuff. So how do you feel about that? Does it take away any of the, the actual fun away from uh the comics, the comics or the, the comic book movies, or do you just you know what I'm saying, you understand what they gotta do to sell the product?
1: So the thing with that is that, you know, uh, the Falcon, he does take up the mantle of Captain America in the comics. Mm-hmm. So it's not like they're creating something new. Right. They're just finally using-
0: right, I understand you know, that, but I'm saying all of a sudden, you know what I'm saying? Like right, he yeah. you could have been, you could have started, you know what I'm saying? That could have been a yeah. story that could have been in the forefront. You know, I, I think
1: they, they definitely, you know, played their cards right as far as like the climate So, you know, after, you know, Black Lives Matter movement kind of, you know, gain traction and after um, you see the shift in America, you know, then they want to release, you know, these, um, I guess, more inclusive stories. So, to me, it's like, okay, yeah, they are pandering, but at the same time, like, these stories do need to be told. So... Mm -hmm. Is the timing convenient for them? Of course, you know, it is very convenient for them. Does that take away the impact that these stories are making? Like, I don't think so. Like, there are kids that are seeing, you know, Black Panther and now they're seeing a black Captain America that are gonna be motivated to, you know, create more content because of that. Um, So I think representation is like, that is the goal. And I think that yeah, they could have done it earlier, but are we gonna like not go see these movies because they didn't do it like when we wanted them to do it? Mm-hmm.
0: No. So so for the viewers and the listeners, uh, if you could give a quick synopsis of, or give them the birth of, of your comic book and a quick synopsis for for anybody who may be interested.
1: Yeah, so my the current series that I'm working on is called The Legionnaires. Um, Basically, it is a story about a young superhero team based out of Chicago. So I gotta, you know, pay homage to my roots. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these stories are personal, but they're like with a twist. So obviously, they're not directly um, things that I've lived, but you know, they 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 have parallels. Um, and it's it's just it's really a, a coming of age story about these young heroes. Um, actually, I have a copy right here. So here's the cover of it. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find this on my website. That's uh, Um I also have Facebook. You can just search Keenum Comics World. Um, and uh, Instagram, uh, Kingdom Comics World. So all those platforms, you can uh, purchase this. Uh, this is just issue number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, currently working on issue number two. So... Okay, uh, it's, it's a great story. It's right. a
0: great story. And and you also offer, I don't know, does that come with the with the comic, with the um, it's like the the side, the side, the the conversations between the characters, the um and how did you come up with that idea? Was yeah. that an original idea or was it something you yeah. saw somewhere else? And it was like
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, you see those memes of like, you know, uh superhero mm. characters talking All to right. each other. And what I wanted to do is like you know, it takes a while to make a comic book. You know, it's not like an overnight thing. So while I have issue number one out and available for purchase, I wanted to give my, you know, audience something to kind of like hold them over until the next issue comes out. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, and Mm -hmm. I was like, this is perfect. Like, you know, I'm in like maybe 10 group chats on Facebook, so it's like, Mm -hmm. why not just have my characters in a group chat and kind of like sporadically throw out um conversations and the the great thing about these conversations is these conversations are happening like in between panels so like you'll read something and you'll read the group chat and you're like oh like that's what they were doing while they were prepping for this you know next scene so uh it's cool because the group chats are they're never going to be in the comics you can only find them online Mm -hmm. and but they're canon so they're like they kinetically happen in the story. And I think that was that's also a good way for me to like have people go to these sites. Cause like you can only see those group chats on my Facebook or my website.
0: Okay. And I think that's that's definitely a dope touch. And that's the thing. When I thought I was like, that's a dope thing to hold, you know what I'm saying, to hold over until the next one. Yeah. So with that being said. Is this just a one series? Are you working on the Legionnaires universe? What is the vision? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What's the, so, what's the vision for, for, for it all?
1: Right. Um, so my company is Kingdom Comics World. That's mm-hmm. our logo right here. And within, basically it's like a company and a universe at the same time. So within the Kingdom Comics universe, I have, I'm creating multiple stories. So the Legionnaires, that's just one story in this universe. I'm also working on a graphic novel uh, titled The Elementals, and that will take place in the same universe as the Legionnaires, but it's a different story. And eventually those stories will collide. Mm -hmm. So um, as well as my other story that I'm working on, Young Gods, uh, that will collide with uh, the Legionnaires as well. So it is um, a universe building.
0: Yeah, that's so you you definitely I definitely see you definitely got what it takes to do it to to build the universe. So with that being said, are you interested in in out in, in, in outsourcing in like um, merchandise or video games or anything like that? Is that it, or app? Is that something that you ever that you're interested yeah. in, or just straight comic books? Yeah, I'm
1: definitely you know I'm definitely open to as far as like different avenues of artwork. Um, I think right now, it's just the I'm,
0: chat well, thing that'd be dope as an app. You know what I'm saying? If you like, if you get like a notification, like a text message to your phone, like a, as a part of the group chat. Right, you know and,
1: and in our age right now, like technology is huge. So, right, yes, that's definitely you know something that's more like on the horizons. But I, I want to, I want my um, like stories to be solidified. So I want that baseline of the uh, universe that I'm creating to be there. So. I would, the way I see it in my head, like I would have, you know, maybe Legionnaires up to number four out already. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll have the first book of The Elementals out and the first couple of comics of Young Gods out uh, before that That kind of, you know, um, avenues available. Okay. As far as like apps and, you know, other things like that.
0: Okay. And, and a couple more questions before I get you out of here, man. When you yeah. when you um when you're creating, who are you creating? You are you creating specifically for anybody, or is it for everybody? Is do you make uh, are these characters based off people specifically from your life, or are they just all unique characters from your head? Um yeah,
1: all my characters are based off of people in my life, uh, family members, best friends. Do they know spouse? that? Uh, some of them do, uh, and the ones that have read it were like you know, is this me? And I'm like, no, that's yeah. Dope. That's um, dope. So yeah, it's definitely, I think if you read, you know, even issue number one, you'll see, you know, you'll see, if you know me, you'll see parts of, you know, my childhood, parts of my um, young adulthood and people that I know in here. Um, I think that it is important to, you know, create something that's real and create something that's unique. And I, I, I feel like my life, you know, I'm not, you know, perfect or anything, but my life is unique to me. And I feel like I can share that in my stories. Um, but yeah, I think it, it's, it's a mix of like people that I know and like my own kind of like feelings of how they would act in certain situations.
0: Okay, okay. All right, man. Before you go. Uh, let the people know what what's your favorite superhero content to uh consume oh, other than your own right now and and why um
1: i guess i got to say x-men uh just because like that was kind of like my introduction to the superhero genre um, okay
0: are you nervous about the 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 fox to disney switchover
1: no um i know disney's gonna you know let them do their thing um Disney's taking over the world, so (laughs) it's not surprising. Um, But, yeah, I think that there's still going to be great great movies, great series, great TV shows. Um, Hopefully we get more animated shows uh, for, you know, the kids and stuff like that. So I think that'll be great. Um, But, yeah, I think, uh, you know, Legionnaire's number one. It's out now, you can buy it on my website. I think you guys will definitely like these characters. And just to answer the other part of your question, uh, my audience. So mm-hmm. these stories um, and these characters, they are for everyone, but the target audience is definitely the black community. Um, mm-hmm. And you'll see that in the story. You'll see um, the, the the themes that they'll deal with, and you'll definitely recognize that. Um, I think a big part of me creating these characters was to showcase that inclusivity, um, and just have characters that you know represent us. And you know, I have I have black characters, I have mixed characters, I have you know Hispanic characters. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have white characters, so I'm not like prejudice or anything, but mm-hmm. I definitely wanted my story to be from a black perspective and for black people um but it's definitely stories that can resonate with anybody
0: okay okay man like, man i've been up to my neck and work but i guarantee you got a, a spoiler review comic book breakdown coming my way man as soon as i can and with that being yeah. said let the people know where they can purchase the comic book or where they can find uh, i'm sorry excuse, what's the uh the, the site the group chat where they can find the group chat and um yeah. and all your other information okay.
1: Yeah, so, again, this, this is the cover of the comic, Legionnaires, issue man, number one. Uh,
0: my bad, man. I, c- I can't let you go without asking this question. Yeah. The artwork. Yeah. As so you could.
1: I, I contracted the artwork. Um, so, I have two artists. Um. The ink artist, so the person that actually draws the characters and mm-hmm. all of the, um, you know, all the images. His mm-hmm. name is Ben Warrail, so you can find him on Facebook. Um. His uh, page is Ben Likes to Draw, um, all one word. And then the color artist, his name is Fabio Da Silva. And uh, you can just search his name, Fabio Da Silva. And he does all the, the color work. Um, just to kind of give, you know, the audience a sneak peek of one of the interior pages. Uh, I don't know if you guys like all that action, but oh yeah, this is, uh, this is page number one. So right right when you open the cover, like you're thrown into action uh but yeah you can find uh this comic book legionnaires number one on my website www.kingdomcomicsworld.com uh for the filial group chat which is the conversation between these characters you can find that on my facebook kingdom comics world um you can also search my personal facebook Kwame king um but yeah, definitely buy. It's only it's ten bucks, free shipping, um, and it's a great story. So I'll definitely be sending one to you, Mo. So
0: I, we'll, I, I we'll definitely appreciate that, that man. Words. And no cap, I've been I've been trying to work in because I love comic book movies. You know what I'm saying? I I wasn't a big comic book buff. You know what I'm saying? But I definitely I'm definitely interested, and I would love to to uh, have. The legionnaires featured in the in the first episode. So as soon as I get that put together, I'm gonna get back to you, get in contact with you, and then for we're sure. gonna, gonna make that happen, man. Appreciate your time. Thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, Enjoy. Thanks for
1: having me, man. Okay. I'm happy to be here anytime.
0: All right, man. Enjoy the rest of your evening. All right, man. Thanks for all right. Amen.